I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of Temple of Who Podcast. I'm your co-host, Coach Mabels, a.k.a. J. Mabes, here as always with Kings. What's going on, Kings? Yes, Jordan, was popping to you with the Oakland A's? Shoot, 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 man. Prayers to your A's, man. I know they're leaving to Vegas. Shout out. Hey, we won today, though. We beat the Braves. <laughs> shout, and then, out to my, <clears throat> shout out to my Vegas A's, man. Yes, <laughs> they're on the way. Um... First of all, we do want to apologize. Um, we got windy for a week there. Guys went out of town, had other obligations. We missed the Lakers' funeral. That was not on purpose. Um, <laughs> just want to apologize for that. We did miss the Lakers' funeral. Um, yeah, a little disappointing in the sweep. You know, I did pick Denver to win. I thought it was be more competitive, so that's all I have to say about that. On the other end of the conference, we have the Boston Celtics. Nearly made history, did not, fell down 3-0, quick review, fell down 3-0, fall back, tied 3-3, get game seven at home, get blown off the floor. Uh, Jason Tatum injures his ankle early, um, the Miami Heat. Man, Caleb Martin, he's got another year on his deal, man. He's not even a free agent. So I know he's mm. about to get buku if he can stay healthy. Caleb Martin, 26 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Jimmy, 28, 7, and 6. Um, I don't even know where to impact this. So Tatum five for thirteen, sprained his ankle first play of the game, fourteen eleven. Jalen Brown eight for twenty three, nineteen points, eight rebounds, five assists, eight turnovers, uh, minus seventeen. Really rough outing for the season on the line. And that's all the rumors going on throughout the season about his unhappiness. Uh, definitely not a great look. Great finish to the season. Um, just let's start out with how. Just explain this series for me. I'll start out with you, Jordan. Just uh, what's your full take on the on this series as a whole? Because this was like a wild three W's, three L's, one win, just wild swings in this series. Um, just what was your take on how the series went? I mean, dude, it's like it's hard to quantify and like actually put into words what we witnessed because you know, like Kings and I talked about on Twitter the other day, like I wasn't shocked that the Celtics came back and went three in a row because I thought that I I thought uh, Miami would win game one and then the Celtics would win four in a row and went and close it out in five. Like they're just the much better team. They were top five offensive defensive rating all season long. Like they're the much more talented team, but that kind of all goes out the window because we got guys like Caleb Martin who are stepping up averaging 20 points a game in the series, shooting almost 50% from three over 54% from the field. Um, and the Celtics, man, they're just so boneheaded, dude. Like, they just get in their own way time and time again. It happened last year. It happened this year. It's just this series is its crazy to explain. Like, man, Jimmy Butler wasn't even that good for most of the series in terms of, like, Jimmy Butler, right? He wasn't, like, Jimmy Butler for most of the series. Outside of game one, 
game uh two fourth quarter and game like he was good today, but he wasn't like great. And the Celtics he was good every other game. Yeah, and the and the Celtics couldn't take advantage of it. And you know, game six, they go into Miami, they shoot 20% from three. They have their worst three point shooting night of the season, and they manage to win the game. And I'm like, oh, that's a backbreaker for Miami. Like, there's no way Miami can go into Boston and win after that. In the very first play, Tatum rolls his ankle. I'm like, dude, this game's over because Jalen Brown cannot step up in this moment. He's not going to. And by the third quarter, they're running offense through Derek White and they're down 15. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how the Celtics season has gone. And like, a lot of people want to put it on Joe Mazzula, right? But it's like, Joe Mazzula can't step up for those guys. Like, it's at, at some point, those guys got to play. You know what I mean? And um, Al Horford was bad offensively he was bad um just just a tough series and obviously the Malcolm Brogdon injury didn't help him at all but you know we talked about this last year at the end of the year you know Boston was missing a point guard and they were missing a point guard again this year so yeah. you know unfortunately Miami moves on and you know, unfortunately unfortunately it's unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> It is dude, like, yeah, I did lose a good a good amount on the Celtics, man. I'm oh, you lost money. Okay, you're right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't want my brother to lose money. Okay. I remember my brother. I'm not, not going to sit here and like sugarcoat it, but you know, I I am sitting on a, a Nuggets 16 to 1 ticket to win it all. And I'm much more confident in playing Miami than I am playing uh, Boston. Although I think they would have beat either team. Yeah. So I'll go ahead, Kings. Just with your thoughts on the, on the series. Yeah, I mean, we may never ever see three zero, bro. Like, <laughs> so much has to go right. <laughs> ever see three zero unless like drastic injury to a star player or something. Ah, uh, like I mean, you just think about Boston three straight. They had the home game seven. They're the better team, more talent, and they still got blown out. <laughs> like, like, just, you can't you. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't win a game seven, bro. And um, my thing with the uh, the uh, Heat is that you know, you know they were um, they they were they were good enough, bro. Uh, Caleb Martin was definitely worthy of getting Eastern Conference uh, MVP votes. Um, Jimmy, you know, as even though he had some games where he's off, you know, he had games that were great. You know, pivotal game one was great today. Um, almost stole uh, game six the other the other night um, with that great fourth quarter. Um, so you know he, he deserved it, but Caleb Martin was also deserving. Uh, shout out to Spo. You know they came in, they said we got our plane tickets to Denver right after the game. They took they played like they were ready to go to Denver. Man, blew them out. On they're about to get on their flight to Denver and, and, go, and go play for the finals. But if you're the Celtics, man, like we said all year. It's hard for your offense to to be creative. It's hard for your offense to be versatile when you don't have the guy that can generate looks that are going to be versatile, right? Like you have Denver, you know, you can run a two-man game and Murray, Jokic. You have Jokic find the cutter. You can have Jokic post up. You know what I'm saying? You can have Murray create. You can have Murray go ISO. You can have MPJ action, you know, off flares, pin downs, all type of stuff. Aaron Gordon cutting, uh, slashing, attacking closeouts. Uh, and then KCP running off flares, pin downs, and all that movement shooting. 
Like it's so much versatility that like some team like the Nuggets have, and all stems from having a guy who can find those guys. The Celtics don't have that, and you know we always said that, and every and that's the thing when people say, "Oh, it's a wings league, it's a wing league." Like I'm glad I'm 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 actually happy Jokers will win the chip, and because I you know me I've been big man agenda, the big men are here, the the big man era is back, but uh you know the wings league if the wings don't know how to create. It doesn't matter, bro. If, if they still need a point guard, like, you know what I mean? Like, they can be nice all they want scoring, but if they can't generate offense for others, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's going to be hard to score and win in the clutch. Yeah, I just um, – it's my general takeaway for the series, crazy, craziness. Um, I said it all year. I, I thought Boston had too much talent for their entire offense to be dictated by a three-point shot. And that's what it was this series. When they made threes, they won. They didn't. They lost. I thought, you know, I think Tatum and Brown are too talented for that. I've, I've said that many times across the season. But I think now, uh, two years in, two years in a row, uh, season in, because, you know, you have no organization offensively. This is with two different coaches, mind you. But you don't beat the Warriors because, um, in addition to struggling to stop Steph, obviously he's Steph. But offensively, uh, just no organization, no ho- no cohesion, no creativity. Um, same thing with this year. I think you know Charles Barkley hit it on the head at halftime. He's just you know he's like I'm sick of watching this team's offense. Yeah, you know no ball movement, no body movement, um, jacking up a bunch of threes. There's no creativity. You know I noted that you know that allowed Spo to play some guys that normally wouldn't be playable in a playoff series. You know Duncan Robinson, you played over 20 minutes a lot of the games. Because you're not moving offense, you're not challenging him to be a part of the the play. He's hiding, and on the other end, he kills you because he can spread the floor. You have to account for him. He's such a great shooter. So, you know things like that. I felt tilted the series towards Miami's way. Um, I'm with you, Jordan. The talent deficit was so bad that Boston was so flimsy and um, and just unorganized. And yet they had so much. They had more talent. So the series went seven. Yeah, they lost it on the margin. So, you know, definitely some things they got to show up. They have to get. I think they have to get a point guard. Um, I think the rumblings. I, I I've I've been anti get rid of um, break up the Jays for now. I think you know that they're the best wing tandem in the league. I just, but given the rumblings and how Jalen kind of went out, man, I, I think you got to consider it. they they just they have to get a, a point guard uh, somewhere. You know. Jordan mentioned it, you know, he didn't jest. I was like, if Chris Paul gets bought out, you know, that's a that's an option. They got just they got to find a, a a point guard who can run that team and and get those guys off the ball so much. I think that that is the biggest thing, and they got to get some organization and some movement offensively. It can't just be we're gonna live and die by the three the entire uh, eighty two, and then in the playoffs, same way. You know? Jason, the other crazy thing too is like last year they were like statistically. Like one of the greatest defenses we'd ever seen. Like, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that was, yeah. This year, it's like, it just was non existent. And it's a, well, well, um, there's, there's the human side of bas- of the basketball thing. I think, you know, it's been reported multiple times how much they, the whole unit missed Udoka. Yeah. Like they've true. said that. So I think there's definitely a human element side to that. Um, and that's kind of where I am. Um, on the Miami side, man, suppose. Spo was climbing up the ranks, Kings. Spo was climbing up the ranks. Um, again, 
tremendous run by the uh, Miami Heat. Just the fact for me, like everybody's going to bring up the, you know, the shooting and the the. But my thing is, those undrafted free agents, the fact that they feel empowered and comfortable enough to step up like that, I think that says a lot about the quote unquote Heat culture. And I think yeah. it, starts, it starts with you know Spo, and then to a greater extension in the front office with Pat Riley. They definitely have a type of player that they like to bring in. Yeah. You know, and even like I, we we made jokes on this pod about the Kyle Lowry contract. He's been productive, not like ninety percent of the playoffs. He's been productive. He comes in, he defends, he runs the offense. Um, he's a nap for the other team. He's gonna chase down loose balls for however long he plays, and he makes his thirty million. But he comes off the bench, doesn't complain, just plays his role. Um, yeah. So. I just the heat culture, man. It's like it's it's real. <laughs> it's real. Um, just King. I know for a long time you were got ahead of people on the on the Spo train. Just, just kind of where are you with Spo now? Um, looking at his as his resume continues to grow. This is two finals appearances post LeBron now. So like he beat the allegations of being a LeBron merchant. <laughs> Beat it with flying colors, man. I mean. <laughs> Talk about knocking off Giannis twice. Um, you talk about beating the Celtics twice. Man, you talk about, you know, he win over Thibs. You know what I'm saying? You got, you know what I mean? Like, it's just multiple ECFs, multiple finals birds. Man, it's it's tough to, to deny him. Um, he's right. I mean, for me, in terms of coaches, he's right there with Larry Brown in terms of, uh, making the most out of the least. And That's my comp, too. That's my comp, too. I think, you know, some people think he's better. I think uh, I would have liked to see Larry coach a team that was super talented um, in terms of, like, extreme talent, a lot of stars. Um, but Spo, I think it's not wrong to say he's better. And simply for the fact that not only can he coach a team that lacks talent, but he can also coach a super team as well. So he has versatility to coach a variety of rosters and, and and be able to change his coaching style as he sees fit for any type of roster. You know what I mean? Like, you know, one of the things that I do give people who say they take the pops, they take the the fills and the, you know, and their Pat Riley's is that it is hard to coach stars. You know what I mean? It, that's a challenge in and of itself. And for Coach Spo, he's coached, the you know, he had coached with all the pressure, you know, with the, with this, you know, the super team heat. And then now he's coaching with undrafted second round guys, you know, guys from D3s, you know what I mean, D2s, and and he got them hooping. And you know what I mean? So it, it just doesn't matter with him. He he's gonna maximize whatever he has. And <laughs> when we talk about coaching, just pure coaching, man. Like, man, it's hard, man. It's him and Larry Brown for me in terms of just the X's and O's, the game, making sure you can get the most out of the guys you have, like. It's hard to not say expose that guy, man. I mean, it's it's undeniable. I think what we're saying. Right. I that I just want to say I appreciate you bringing up that that coaching the stars thing because the personality management is huge. I mean, just an example. Um, soon as Popovich got the Spurs job, he got rid of Dennis Robin. That was like the first thing he did. <laughs> and then Phil was like, "Hey, I'll take him." And then you know he squeezes the juice out of him for three more years, essential part of a three P, right? So I think it's just different strengths and. You know how you relate to people. I think Phil was the best at personality management. Um, but that was, that's a great point you bring. I I definitely think Spo, like you said, that Larry Brown mold. Uh, just give me some tough, give me the toughest guys you can find. 
and, and I'll mold them and we'll be organized and we'll be prepared and we'll compete every night. So I definitely think he's from that mold. Um you, you wanna add you wanna add to the coaching thing? I mean, I think just in the term of the sense of uh I think a lot of it has to be looked at with Pat Riley too, because you know, LeBron mm-hmm. tried to get rid of him, right? And Pat Riley mm-hmm. basically told him, like, no, this is the coach. Like he's gonna coach you guys. We ain't get rid of him. You know, and mm-hmm. like I think when Pat Riley goes to LeBron and tells him that, like, as a coach, you probably are like, Oh wow, this dude got my back. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It empowered him. So I, yeah. I think sense of like the empowerment with the heat culture and stuff i do think that it really starts with pat Riley, and i'm not taking anything away from spolster like he is the x's and those guy like he's doing all that but i think it ultimately does start with with pat riley hmm. i agree yeah. hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, moving on, NBA Finals. Let's talk about it. Denver Nuggets, number one seed. Miami Heat, number eight seed. Uh, definitely different roles travel here. Denver, um, uh, 12 and three in the playoffs. Lost one to Minnesota. Lost two to Phoenix. Sweep the Lakers. Uh, they'll be rested. Um, Miami, seven game series. Uh, six against the Knicks. And five against uh, Milwaukee. So the odds here, Jordan, you can break that down. The odds are leaning heavy Denver from what I've read so far. Um, just, I, I, I'm done making this mistake with the Miami Heat. I put it out like uh, I, I think Denver beats either team, but I, I, I think – They'll find a way to make this competitive. Uh, on paper, it's hard to see, but it's just I think it's hard to deny what that team's doing right now. Um, I will say this: um, if just a couple of tactical things, I think and you guys can feed off, can respond to that if you want to. I think um, if they're going to choose to play Duncan Robinson that long, Malone's going to attack him like he did the Lakers' weak defenders. Like Malone's not going to let him get away with that. Um, you have to guard all five guys on the Nuggets. That's the other thing. Also, Nuggets easily best zone team against in the NBA regular season and playoffs. Heat do a heavy dose of zone, so that will also be something key to watch. Um, man, it's just it's 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 a lot. Um, I wonder who the Heat are going to assign to uh, Murray. Also, I wonder if uh, Spoh's going to do the thing where he. Put somebody else on Joker and keeps Bam in a roaming role. 
I know that's going to work. He's going to keep Bam on Joker and just play one on one and pray for the best. So that is also something to watch how they'll do to that. But those are just a few things I'm looking at. Few of the things I'm looking at going into the series. But I, I'm probably leaning Denver in six. I'm going to give Miami two just off the respect of the run they had. Um, I think what would go a long way to extending the series is if they are able to steal game one and catch Denver rusty. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I, I see you shaking your head like that's the. I think that's the hope for a longer series. Um, that's just kind of where I am with it. Um, just I'll start with you this time, Jordan. Where, what are your thoughts of going into the series? Just things you're looking at and how you feel about it. Well, uh, first thing is a team coming off a of game seven for game one has not covered since like 2017, I think it is. So, oh, like, oh see, <laughs> that's um, why we got you here, baby. That's why we got you here. So it's been a long time. Also, Denver really good at home. Like they, you know, people were, you know, like Kings over here. Oh, Lakers are going to steal one in Denver. Um, And at the time, dude, the Lakers 109 defensive rating, best defensive team in the entire playoffs up until that point. And they they faced uh, they faced two good offensive teams, Memphis and, and Golden State, right? The Heat right. were not good defensively against Milwaukee. They won that series because they shot 54% from three. <laughs> and then they were bad against the Knicks. They probably – like, the Knicks were just so bad. And then they were they won a seven-game series against the Celtics. Hats off to them. They can't play zone against Denver, though. They can't. They can't. They're going to get picked apart. And I think alluding to what you were saying earlier, Jason, is like now they're not going to be able to play some of these guys like Duncan Robinson. And Tyler Hero is supposed to come back – and game three, but he's a cone on defense too. So it's like, I don't know what that's going to do on one side. Yeah, it's going to give you some offense, but Caleb Martin's been fantastic on offense. So now what does it do for his role? You know what I mean? So, oh, you keep him starting. You Harold's off the bench now. I'm sorry. It's, it's Harold's a bench guy now. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm just thinking, like, where do those minutes come from, right? When you bring Hero back. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I think Denver cleans this up in five, dude. And I, Mm. It's tough to say because we have been watching what the Heat have been doing, but I think uh, after that long seven-game series, grueling seven-game series, Denver's kind of just been chilling in their hot tubs, kicking back. Uh, I know Jokic was saying he was, like, drinking beer and watching his son's play or whatever in the, their pool or something. I forget what he said, but, man, he's he's chilling, man. He's, he's ready. Uh, Jokic has been the best player in the playoffs by far, in my opinion. And you know, you know how much I've criticized Jokic throughout the year, but San Jose is gonna get one, baby. <laughs> uh, I think like board. no, no, no. I think I'm on board now. Now I think about, board. I think Aaron Gordon would be the first Oakland Soldier, aside from LeBron, to get a championship if he wins. The really? first guy to play for the Oakland Soldiers. I got to check the roster, but I'm pretty sure LeBron's the only one. That's crazy. I got to double check. I'm pretty sure. There's been a lot of good players that played. No, but I, I'm trying to think about the. Y'all, and y'all heard that? Braun is indeed an Oakland Soldier alumni. <laughs> oh, people were denying that? Come on, man. There's footage out there. Don't do this footage out there. No, nah, no. Nah, you know, some people ain't in the know, so we have to keep right. reminding. Right. Um, Kings, what are your thoughts uh, into the series? Just the factors you're looking at, how you feel about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm right now I'm leaning towards five, um, six, maybe I respect, but it's just hard because the things Miami likes to do defensively to generate stops, they just can't do against Denver. Yeah. <laughs> they can't play zone against Denver. They don't have the guys to match up, man. It's just if you can't defend and get stops, you're not winning. <laughs> so it's just it's just how it's just how quick 
how you know how long can they survive is basically what it comes down to with the, with the Heat because there's just no they have no advantage. Denver's bigger, and you know Denver's bigs will punish. You know Jokic especially will punish the lack of size. Their wings are big. They can shoot. Um, they have guys off the bench that they can rely on. Um, you know, with the with the inability to hunt guys, I think you can see uh, Coach uh, Malone kind of go. Uh, I guess at least one player deeper, and you know, play a uh, Braun. But you uh, know, he can probably play Braun. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe sneak some rest for Joker with Thomas Bryant since he has the size advantage now. He's not playing the Lakers. You know, who have Braun at the five or AD. You know what I mean? So he could potentially sneak some Thomas Bryant or DeAndre minutes in there. Um, it's it's he has he has more available now that you know there are guys on the other team that are liabilities. It can now expand his rotation if need be, if to give guys a breather, and he can also look for guys to punish. And it's going to be hard for Spo to find guys to punish on the opposite end um, because he just doesn't have the personnel that can attack yeah, yeah. the right. Yeah, I'd imagine he'd do a lot of what every team has tried to do against Denver, try to put Joker in a bunch of situations. Like, I expect to see a lot of the BAM DHO stuff to get Joker yeah, out of space. That's probably his best. Yeah, his best. They, got, they got AG behind him. Yeah, I'm sure AG, AG's going to draw the Jimmy assignment first, I think. Yeah, but I mean, what worked with the, what worked with the, uh, the BAM high low was that it pulled, it pulled Brooke and Giannis away from the basket. You know what I mean, and that's what helped in that in that Milwaukee series. But I don't know, man, Denver. Like King said, Denver's just so versatile. Yeah, that was the big Denver can play you so many different ways. Like, I I agree. Um, yeah, see, I, like you guys said, it's tough. Like I only picked Denver in six because, like, you know, there's an outside chance that he could get red hot from three, like they've done all playoffs. Jimmy could, Jimmy could put a fifty ball up and, and win one. But, you know, over the course of the series, I think it's pretty clear on paper. Denver's a better team. I also think um, – I, I don't I don't think Missoula's a bad coach, per se. People like to, to throw that around without knowing. I think the inexperience showed against somebody like Spo. And Malone is not inexperienced, and he has a better roster. So, I think, you know, that won't be something that the Heat can, can take advantage of. I just think a matter of they can make Joker defend – um, shoot it well from three. Jimmy may, maybe gets hot and gets you one, and uh, you know that's that's the way to do it. Caleb Martin keeps playing well. That's the way they steal one or two. So I think a, I think a key factor in the series is Michael Porter Jr. too, on both sides of the basketball, both defensively and offensively, because he's been much improved uh, defensively. Yeah. He's, gotten, he's gotten a lot more confidence uh, yeah. as the postseason has gone on. Yeah, I'm just looking at looking at different stuff right now. They got four guys at 40% from three on, on decent value for the playoffs. It's just they're just held a guard. You got Jamal, Porter, ACP, and Joker, 40% from three, and all getting up a good amount of value. That's just it's so hard to defend that when your defense is stretched out that thin. Yep. So whoo! We'll see. Game one is Thursday night. Uh hey, huh? people said, man, Denver would have played three teams that were in the playing now. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. Oh yeah, Lakers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, crazy. um, I've said this. People, I was like, I mean, me and Jordan mentioned this. I think that's part of the 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 gift of the number one seed, right? You get the lowest 
and the lowest totem of the. I mean, it's not even just the lowest, but if you think about it from a, the league perspective, I mean, talk about rounding success. I mean, uh, resounding success with that plane, man. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. It's 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 as it's going out. It's as yeah. going out. And um, on top of everything you just mentioned, it also cut down the tanking too, tremendously. Yep. Cut down the tanking tremendously. So. Oh yeah, teams are actually going for it. Trying yeah. to get. Oh, yeah. It ended up being it was like it was like San Antonio, Houston, and and I, I think that was it. Yeah, like trying to in the West at least. So, hundred percent. Um. So I got Denver in five. Uh, Kings Denver in five. Jordan, I'm going Denver in six. Denver in five. Denver in five. Um, before I move on, what is the exact number, Jordan, for the as far as the the spread for game one? Do you have it? Oh, it's uh depending on where you get it, it's like anywhere between eight and nine right now. Yeesh, that's not a lot to you for game one. No, not in this situation. It opened seven and a half, and it's already moved. Let's see. Uh, it's nine at Circa, which is one of the sharpest books, and then everywhere else basically eight and a half right now. So it's basically universal eight and a half. There we go. Uh, man, I think it's going to be closer than that. We'll see. Um, I, laid, I laid the eight for what it's worth already. <laughs> okay. Last thing before we get out of here, uh, some other news. Um, what you guys' thoughts? Toronto decides to go with uh, – I mean, not Toronto. Philly decides to go with Nick Nurse, and the Bucks hire Nick Nurse's assistant. Mm-hmm. In Milwaukee, Adrian Griffin, his son plays for the Hawks, correct? Yep. Yep. Um, let's go with your team first. Jordan, what did you think about the Bucks hire? How you feel about it? I mean, I'm cool going outside the box, like, we talked about this before about retreads and stuff. It's like at the, at some point it's like just going retread to retread is like a little right. Easy, you know what I mean, so I do like in the fact that Giannis like like he this is the guy he wanted. I think oh. that's volumes. You know what I mean? And, and Chris Middleton wanted him, so like he met with both those guys. They signed off. They got him. And then the funny thing is, is like literally minutes before Milwaukee they announce it. Nick Nurse's team comes out, his people, his representatives, and they're like, oh, Nick Nurse is pulled out of the Bucks job. Like, nah, bro, you just got passed up for your assistant. So now you're trying to save face. And then he goes and takes the the Sixers job. But I mean, as far as the Bucks are concerned, like they had to make a coaching change, dude, because they have very limited roster flexibility. They couldn't run it back with with Bud after after what happened in the in the first round. But now, you know, after watching the Heat make the finals, it's kind of like uh yeah, we we uh jumped the gun there a little bit, but no, nah, I mean I I think it could be a good hire, dude. He's a very defensive minded coach, and you know Giannis is a no nonsense guy. Giannis is a guy that shows up and works hard every day, and like I think this is uh we'll see we'll see what happens. I mean I I don't have much opinion, but I'm I'm just glad it's not a retrade, dude. I'm glad it's not. I'm very much glad it's not Monty Williams or Doc Rivers. <laughs> that happened. Uh, I have a note about that too. Also, um, I'm also happy it's not a retread. I'm always excited to see a, a black coach get his first hire. Um, and it's not a also not a, a bad job either. You're getting to uh, getting to work. Oh, can work. I say one more thing too, Jason? A, a shame, shame on all those people that like immediately went out and like posted the domestic violence case when like that's been settled, and he sued his ex-wife, and even his kids came out and defended him during that lawsuit like why do we have to do this 
Oh, uh, see, that's you better than me. I don't even when it stuff like I don't even respond to that. I, I saw the whole thing. I didn't even give the light of day. I didn't, I didn't respond to it either. But like, why do we got to do it? It's clicks, clicks, yeah, performance. Like, just you know, I mean, anybody, anybody who took the time to go through that case probably saw the resolution too. Right. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. Still did. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I'm always. I'm, with you, I'm glad it wasn't a retread. I'm also happy that you know another black coach got an opportunity. It wasn't like a nonsense job. Um, shout out Stephen Silas, a no win job that like he got with the Rockets with a, with a Tennessee was an AAU team. Um, but <laughs> he gets to work with a top three player off the rip, man. So I'm excited, rooting for him. Um, Kings, you got any uh, notes before I go to Philly? I uh, man, talk to me what you think about Nurse in Philly, man. <laughs> it's just going to depend what they do in the off season, how that yeah. goes. Yeah. I do think they'll be able to lure somebody else. Um, so it'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting. Uh, I don't need cap space. So I think, but I think Harden, I think Harden, if he does leave, I think that ends up being a side and trade anyway. Um, I don't think it'll be like just, he's going to go straight up to Houston. I think he'll try and do get something back for them. Um, but Either also, um, I do think that I just I still think Dame is in play. I, I think we just have to wait. I know, I know Portland is shopping three, but I think we just have to wait and see. I think it's a wait and see. Um, Philly, I think, changed a lot of things. I think it changed a lot. So, yeah, I just I'm, I'm with Kings. The nurse thing is going to depend on what they do roster wise because I think people got on nurse a lot, but I'll say the 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 Raptors roster. They didn't have a center, didn't have great shooting. There's a lot of the same type of player. So yeah. I think that, that was the issue in Toronto. So a lot of it has to do with the roster um, to truly see what they do. Uh, Got to get your thoughts on this. So somebody I trust told me that Phoenix is seriously considering Doc Rivers for the job. Based, based off how Paul was tweeting, I'm not shocked about that. So how do you like? What do you guys think about that? Given the last couple of years and stops with Doc, and that is not going to end well. <laughs> not at all, it's not. Uh, but Paul was telling me that they were going to hire Kevin Young. That's what uh, that's what uh, I know. Biggs was tweeting about the uh, Swavy. They were talking about how they're going to go with the completely new approach, but I don't see it, bro. So here's the thing. The so what I was told was um the Missoula thing has teams hesitant about new coaches and championship situations. So that was like that's a thing now. They yeah, want a guy with experience. I just think the Missoula thing, he was like thrown into the fire, dude. Like they wouldn't have promoted him if it wasn't so like late into the pro like it was literally Will, Will, Will Hardy would have been the coach, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Will Hardy did an excellent job with Utah, and like I said, Utah's not in a championship situation. That's that's that was the that's the difference. Like they're not against the young coaches; it's the young coaches in championship situations. Right, but you you would agree though that Will Hardy would have done a better job. Um, they're probably a little more organized offensively, but at the same time, they still don't have a point guard. Yeah, Even that's with, all. You know. That, that's just that, that to me. That's I've said it. If two people said they don't need. I said it for two years. They need to get a point guard because I don't think playmaking comes supernatural to Jalen or Jason. You know, Jay, Jason's probably a little better at it. 
don't think it's like it's like because it doesn't come supernatural to either of them. That's just my kind of my two. Nurse did win a title his first year as a coach. What'd you say? Nurse won a title his first year as a head coach. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I just remember the speech that Phil Handy said. Um, when did you hear, hear what Phil Handy said for the, the, the adjustments for Game Three when they were down 0-2 to Milwaukee? No, nah, what do you say? Phil Nick Nurse said uh, in the locker room when they were down 0-2 because like, yeah, well, we got to go back and make some adjustments. Then Kawhi, who never spoke, spoke up, was like, "The adjustment is I'm guarding Kawhi. I'm, I'm guarding Giannis. So let's go." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why Giannis didn't want him. <laughs> so that's that's all that's out there. Um, again, before we get out of here, just want to say sorry for the pause last week. Kings was out of town celebrating family accomplishments. Salute to your family, brother. Um, and we're not even going to talk about the Lakers' funeral. I mean, it's this past. The moment passed. It's over. I mean. If I see D'Angelo Russell back in uniform, I'll know what time it is. Uh <laughs> have a choice, boy. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I mean, unless yeah. Unless they bring uh Umar Umar with the yo yo in, it looks like they're gonna run it back. And I'm not you no know, too happy about that. But we'll see. You I don't that, I don't have much else to say. You don't think uh, got, the Warriors is legit? No. He wants to go to his son's games. Man, I, I will ask this. I, like also that I just want to say, I also think it's not a bad thing because he absolutely deserves it. But the retirement thing is funny. I think he's probably trolling Mike Malone more than anything else about the attention thing. But LeBron is not leaving the NBA without a retirement tour. You got your damn mind. <laughs> it was more of a in the moment type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was close to the end, but I think. You know, the Lakers, I think, are in a pretty decent spot, though. I think they could – I mean, Rui and Austin Reeves are good pieces. Um, you know, D'Lo, regular season's eater. But I think the pick 17, MLE, you know, think, think about it. Those games against the Nuggets were competitive. They got swept, but the total point differential in this sweep was 24 points. They're, they're, that was the, they're not going to get an MLE, though, Kings. Be over the over the floor. Remember, you don't. No, get no, no, no. It's 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 it, they. You it's this the last year you can use it. it That's why it kicks it kick it kicks in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It kicks in after. So this is the last year they can use it. So they got the MLE. They got pick seventeen. You know those. You can you hit two impact guys. You're right there. I mean, like you know what I'm saying. But you have to hit. You have to hit those guys. Uh, you know, you maybe maybe you get a leap from Vanderbilt because these, these guys are young. You get a leap from Vanderbilt. You get a leap from Reeves. You get a leap from Rui. I think they're in a fine position to stay pat this time because of the age and because of the assets that they do have. They need some continuity. I'm with you. Every year has been a rocky. They need, they they need, need some that. Continuity. They need some... I'm also excited because the Lakers do one thing they've done well, regardless. Since Kobe left, they've drafted extremely well. So I'm very happy about the 17 pick. Like they're going to, they're knowing their scouting department, they're going to get a player. They've hit on almost every pick. Outside like Anthony Brown, and he was late second round. Even yeah, even Speed became a player. So I'm happy about that. Huh? He's 17 for Imani Bates. No, he's gonna be a drafted free agent, bro. Yeah, he'll be he'll be in camp. I'm drafted free agent. He'll be an Austin Reeves part two. Yeah, Imani will feel handy, baby. We're gonna be straight. 
there's this is a deep draft, man. There's a lot of good good talent that's gonna gonna be in there. But I, I think all the good wings are gonna be taken early. They just, they just need to find a good player who can just need to find a good player. I think they gotta decide like if Bamba's gonna be what Bamba's gonna do. He's always hurt. I know they need a big they need they need a, a rotation big. He would be perfect. His arc archetype is perfect. He'd need him to stay on the floor. Yeah, he's all like he's always been hurt his whole career. Dude can't stay on the floor. We'll see. But uh, make sure you follow RIP Kings, bro, on Twitter. Follow Jordan Rules TSP, myself, JJ Mill 55 underscore MST. We will be back after game one. Um, you guys be safe, and we are out of here. Peace out. Go Nuggets. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Oh, my word.